increasing regulation, market saturation, and rising interest rates. Still think short-term rentals make sense? You're not alone. Join industry experts Bill Faith and Kenny Bedwell as they discuss how you can invest while still staying ahead of the curve, identifying trends before they happen, or blowing them away outright with their insights. This is STRonomics. Are you looking to invest in short-term rentals in North Carolina or South Carolina? There's a lot of great markets there, but even more important the markets are that you find the right agent. And that's where my man, Tyler Kuhn comes into place. I personally used him for three purchases totaling over $3.5 million. And I would not look to anybody else. Just jump down into the show notes right here below the podcast, click on the link and book a free discovery call with Tyler to explore the opportunities in both North Carolina and South Carolina today. Hey everybody, welcome to STRonomics. My name is Bill Faith. This is my main man, Kenny Bedwell, founder of STR Insights. This is episode number one. Kenny, I'm pretty excited as you can tell. Are you excited to be here, my friend? Yeah, absolutely. This is gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be very informative, a lot of fun. I'm privileged to do this with you. There may, may be some people that listen to this, Kenny, that actually don't know who we are. So why don't you introduce yourself? Sure thing. Yeah. So my name is Kenny. I'm the founder of SCR Insights and the founder of Bill and Kenny's Hot Picks. So I'm a data guy. So I'm all things about data. I analyze properties every day. I help people find properties. That's my thing. And that's what I like to do. That's awesome. And I'm Bill Faith, founder of Build Short-Term Rental Wealth, co-founder, not just the founder, but the co-founder of Bill and Kenny's Hot <laughs> Uh and the uh, founder of a newly launched podcast as well, STR Unfiltered. So, Kenny, let's dive right in. I mean, you you founded STR Insights. You're a former data analyst at a Fortune 500 company. Um, I think people probably know a little bit about my history, although you're like rising. You're going to be the biggest freaking brand in this industry super <laughs> quick. So if you if you don't know about me, Build Short Term Rental Wealth is all about, you know, increasing value within your portfolio. Kenny and I have known each other now for about two years, uh, roughly. We probably analyzed, I don't know, a couple hundred deals together. And actually, STR Insights and Kenny are the single reason why I'm invested uh, just over $2 million into the Banner Elk market. So we're not going to talk that much about us. This is not about Bill and Kenny. It's not about, you know, our different things we have going on. This is about us sharing our experience that we have with you. And most importantly, about the economics, about the evaluations, about buying short-term rental real estate, about investing. We will be talking about financing. We'll be talking about top markets. We'll be talking about the biggest mistakes. And we will have access to data through that guy and STR Insights, really that nobody else has. Did I hit the nail on the head, Kenny? Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I, yeah, the purpose of this podcast is to really talk about, um, you know, each of those things, but talk about the market as of today. What's going on as of today, not yesterday? And we'll talk even about the future too, where we see things headed. I mean, the cool part about having access to all this data is I can see new trends occurring. I can see, uh, you know, things happening in different markets in terms of their bookings and, and the demand and the saturation and the impact that those have on each of the markets and their growth. Um, and so there's just a lot of different things we can dive into. And, and that's the whole point of this podcast is to really give people, keep them uh, on the current pulse for, for every market across the country. So I think the other thing that you guys will probably notice is I keep my microphone right in front of my double chin and Kenny's got his over to the side. So there's a little couple of secrets that you'll notice, little Easter eggs we got going on here. 
<laughs> um, hopefully we'll make this entertaining for you as well because you know education that's boring really you know what nobody pays attention this will be extremely valuable so without further ado let's stop talking about ourselves and let's dive into episode number one this is the biggest question going on right now is the str gold rush over kenny and there was an article released earlier this week kind of stating that the str gold rush is over what's your take on this yeah, so that, that is a great question. The In my mind, in my opinion, uh, based on what I've seen in the numbers, the STR Gold Rush, based on just buying a turnkey property wherever you want, decorating it like, well, not even decorating it all, but just putting it on the market and getting bookings and getting a good return, that is over. You know, it's, it's interesting because literally 45 minutes ago, I had a conversation with one of our mastermind members who just closed about four or five weeks ago, and they want to know if they should make some updates. You know, they're just listed on Airbnb and Verbo. They haven't done anything to update the existing furniture, the decor, the amenities. And she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm getting $900 a night right now. And I'm like, well, what's your occupancy? First five weeks, it's been like 31%. And she's in a similar, she's in the same market that I'm in. You can probably figure out who this is. And she's asking me, should I invest because I'm doing okay right now into upgrading amenities, turning, you know, two or three queens into a king. Uh, what's your stance on, on that type of investment today? Because everybody's afraid we're in a recession, we're going into a recession, interest rates are extremely high, inflation's high, people are going to stop traveling. Yeah, that's the, so I, I will probably say this several times, um, and repetition is always a good thing for those of you listening, but as times change, our investment strategies have to change as well. So the set it and forget it times are over. That that was, you know, 2019, 2020, even 2021. That's done. We're beyond that. You have to upgrade your amenities. You have to do the extra touches. You have to find, and before you even do that, you have to find the right properties that are going to be generating those returns that you're expecting. Um, and so you're really going to have to do that research and you're going to have to search uh, search that out and upgrade, do those upgrades, add those touches to get ahead, not only of the competition, but to really maximize those returns. Amen. It's not even Sunday. Can I get an amen on a Saturday? <laughs> yeah. I want to reiterate what Kenny said. So I've stated this publicly many, many times. Uh, about five months ago, uh, Kenny came to me and he had identified a hole in a market. It happened to be Banner Elk, North Carolina. I took that. I jumped into SDR Insights. I compared data from SDR Insights to AirDNA. Long story short, I believe in moving quickly once you're educated, not recklessly by any means. Within two weeks, I was with Tyler Kuhn. I'm down in uh, Banner Elk. I'm looking at a property. Uh, I found a different property, which ended up being the one that I purchased in April. Uh, 1.6 million. Biggest investment I've ever made. Was I scared? No. Was I nervous because I'm getting out of my comfort zone and leveling up? Absolutely. But we're looking at numbers at like 275, 300,000 you know, dollars in return once I put my markup on it based on how I elevate above the 90th or 100th percentile. So let's fast forward to, I don't even know, what's the date today, Kenny? July 23rd, first episode's being recorded. Would I invest and make that same investment today? Absolutely not. I would not invest 1.6 million. Is, am I going to make money on this? Absolutely. Am I going to lose money? No chance. I'm in a different position than a lot of people because I've made a lot of money and the SDR space, they put over $400,000 down. We're talking 28% where most people would buy a property of that size with a 10% down or a 15% down. I'm just afraid of not having enough equity, but that's not the point. The point is 
I would not make that investment today. I've completely, as Kenny said, you've got to change your strategy. In the last 45 to 65 days, I've completely changed my strategy. Kenny knows what I'm working on right now. And it's smaller properties, sub $500,000 properties, um, or it's in the, really the, the multifamily traditional long-term rec space to turn it into short-term rentals, right? So in Bill and Kenny's hot picks, Kenny and I discussed this a couple of days ago. When's the last time, Kenny, you've seen a million-dollar property available that's going to generate 30%, a million dollars plus, that's going to generate 30% cash on cash or higher? I was just thinking about this yesterday. It was, and I checked because our team, so just say, so you guys know about Bill and Kenny's hot picks. We have a team that literally goes through every day across uh, the hot markets or the well-performing markets in the country. And they're scouring the MLS for properties for sale that will have a, what we call a 15% gross ROI. We'll talk a little bit about that later with the difference between a gross ROI is and a cash on cash return. So the last one that was over a million dollars was, uh, I believe, Galveston, Texas, and it was well over three weeks ago. All of the other properties from between then and now have been well below $1 million. And that's not just like looking in Texas. And yeah. No. We're talking the entire country. Wide, right? Yep. So that indicator... You're, it's coming straight from the source, the data source, STR Insights, Bill and Kenny's hot picks, probably the two best pickers, if you will, in the industry. We are not even looking at million dollar plus properties. Honestly, personally, for my portfolio, I'm not even looking right now at probably above 600. And I am definitively, I don't want to, you know, I know we've got future episodes here. We're going to talk about some markets. I'm not looking in the traditional vacation rental markets where I've made my A since 2013, right? Um, it's interesting, Kenny. I mean, you made a personally a pretty, a pretty awesome investment within the last five months, right? Yeah. That's a market nobody has ever mentioned. Yeah. Um, at least publicly that I've seen in social media. Yeah. Um, you know, so were you early on that? Uh, are you really that good? Or how did you lead into investing into your market? I mean, I, well, one, I, you know, I used STR insights, but I, so just to give a little backstory. So the market he's referring to, I just purchased in, I bought a seven bedroom, seven bed bath house. Hold on, hold on. Everybody sit down and grab hold, hold on for a second. Yeah. Everybody tells you what he paid for seven bedroom. Seven. Yeah. So seven bedroom, seven bath. It sits on this hill. Uh, it's in central New York in the Finger Lakes near Seneca Lake. It sits on a hill overlooking Seneca Lake. It's got great views of the lake. Uh, it's got three stories. And I bought it for $350,000. What? Yeah, $350,000. One more time, I did. Yeah. <laughs> 350. Okay, there you go. And, what, and what's, your, what's your projected revenue in year one? My projected revenue. So it's been on the market for uh, almost two months now. So I've corrected my uh, revenue from where I originally thought. But uh, I will probably do about... 80k this year i think that's conservative i like to be conservative but um we're already at a little over 45k on the books now granted the season is you know the summer season that's where we're, you know we're i mean i'm pulling in my adr right now for the summer i kid you i checked today is uh over 1100 <laughs> so, you're reading the entire place is a sun yeah bedroom. Uh, well, we knocked it down to five bedrooms because in turn one into a theater room because it was massive and the other room is a game room so, which nobody on the market was doing, right. you know, add those additional touches. So 
So when you say 80 grand, are you talking about through 2022, through December 31st, or are you talking the first 12 months? Uh, I'm talking the, no, through the end of December. I mean, that's kind of when the season's over. Right, right. So, but what's your forecast for the first year? What's that first 12 months? Yeah, I would, I would probably say easily 100 because we'll catch the beginning of the, the season too. So it really opens up in April. We launched it at the end of May. So we miss kind of the end of April into beginning of May. But June, July, August, September, that's all you know, we've got bookings for, and there's, yeah, there's just a lot to do in that area in the summertime. It's beautiful. NASCAR races at Watkins Glen. There's a lot of, I mean, it's more than just the lake, right? Oh yeah. hundred percent. There's a, so I learned this. We actually went there. So guys, I had never been to that place before I invested into it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, uh, and I mean, the first time I was there was to buy the house, like put an offer in on that house, check it out and put an offer in. Um, there's a, there's a state park there. And, uh, we, we went last week, uh, there was, we had some extra days in the middle of the week and I was like, I've got to go check it out. Cause I've been referring things to people that I've never done. So I should do it myself. And, uh, there's a state park, Watkins Glen state park, beautiful. It's uh, check it out online. It gets over a million visitors a year go through there. And this is a tiny town. There's literally no hotels. It's all motels or uh, vacation rentals. Um, so we need to have the ding, ding, ding. You know, we need some of those special effects, maybe. You know, what, once we start collecting checks from our sponsors, then yeah. maybe get some special effects. To there we go. <laughs> because what you're talking about is more than AirDNA, more than Zillow, more than STR Insights. You just said that there's a million people coming to Watkins Glen State Park. How did you find that out? So this is a piece of the deeper research, folks, that people miss. They just look at the property. And as I just, I don't even know how to say it. I just scream it all the time. People are not looking at Kenny's seven bedroom and saying, hey, that's an awesome bed and breakfast that hasn't been renovated since 1948. And you know what? They're they're going to decide to come to Watkins Glen. They're coming for the race. They're coming for the lake. They're coming for a compression event. They're coming to the state park. So, Kenny, how did you figure out, how much work did it take you to figure out that there's a million people coming to that state park? I, I mean, I went to the state park and uh, talked to some of the um, the workers there. I mean, it's all, you know, I actually had to, uh, I mean, there's tools out there too that you can use. I could uh, probably do a Watkins Glen yeah. and how many visitors in 10 seconds sure. and they'll tell me there's a million people, right? Hopefully. <laughs> that's That's what the workers said. It, uh, that's what they told me in the last week. They said, yeah, we get about a million people coming through each year, which I, I could believe. I mean, it was very busy. Um, travelers from all over the world Watkins Glen is about, I want to say, four hours from New York City um, and on the way to Niagara Falls. One million I love it. That's crazy. It's a tiny town, guys. Like 1,800 people live there total and just crazy busy right now with all the visitors and, and all the stuff going on. So Okay, so... Would you have bought the house without knowing there was a million people? I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's just such a smoking. I didn't. I didn't know that a million people went there. I I thought it was a cool state. I'd never been to the state park. I just knew the NASCAR, the wineries. There's like 50 wineries nearby. Um, I'm talking like closest ones, like five minutes away. Right. Uh, so I th there's so much to do in that area, and it's so beautiful in the summertime that I'm like, yeah, I would vacation here. And I know a lot of people that love to go there and travel there. And so I'm like, this is, this is easy. And I saw the, uh, the numbers, you know, I did the research and I saw the numbers, the potential revenue opportunity. So. Right. 
So I want to go back for a second and get back into this is STRnomics, right? So let's get into the economics at a high level. What do you say? 355 or 353? What do you pay for the property? 350. 350, seven bedroom, seven bath. He's now converted it into a five bedroom with like a game room, right? Views of Seneca Lake, State Park traffic source, Watkins Glen traffic source, Lake traffic source, right? He's already said he's, he's estimating to do over $100,000. And you got to understand when Kenny says it's going to do a hundred grand, it's probably really going to do 120, 125. He's super conservative, <laughs> um, which I love the cash on. Did you put 20% down? How much did you put down on the property? So total we put in, we're all in for 83,000, 83,000. So what did you do a 20% down or 15% down? I did 20%, 20% down. So roughly, you know, 70 grand, probably 75,000 to close and just small, small updates, right? Five, 10,000 bucks. Yeah. Are you put in upgrading some beds or furniture? I don't actually know what you did. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we probably put in, uh, what did we, we did, it was about 15 in. So we upgraded, uh, we upgraded all the beds, a lot of the furniture. We took out a wall. We did a couple of fixes just so it took us, like, we had three weeks before we wanted to get it up and going. So, and, and folks, I'm going to interrupt everybody, interrupt the, the regular scheduled program to let you know Kenny and I knew the title of this podcast. We had no clue what we're talking about. So this is like real. And live right now, and I'm putting them on the spot. You see how his face is getting a little bit red. What's he going to ask me next? What's, it, what's your monthly expenses, Kenny? So let's just say that you do $110,000 in revenue. Let's say your annual expenses. Is it 40000 50000 60000 What's the number? Annual expenses or monthly? Yeah, so I would probably put my annual expenses around uh, 40000 to be safe with mortgage. Taxes are high in New York. Keep that in mind. Um, and just other expenses, cleaning fees, maintenance, you yeah, know, yard, you know, pest control, yeah, but, all that, you know, yeah. whatever price lapse fees, all that type of stuff. So let's just round that up by like more than 10%. Let's go up like 20%. So we really overestimate expenses, right? And like 25%, let's say that it's 50,000 is your care. He does $110,000 in revenue, $84,000 on the books already, 80,000. That's, I'm, I'm not real smart. You know, you're the Fortune 500 data analyst, but one and <laughs> minus 50 uh, is 60K, correct? Yeah. So sit, you put 80,000, 60,000 equivalents to $5,000 a month if we break it down monthly. So at the end of 12 months, Kenny has $60,000 return. With another four months, that's another 20K. He literally has his full in cash investment back. So he has a cash on cash return in 16 months, 16 months. That is roughly half of what I advise. Like my go, my green light is 30% cash on cash, three years roughly, and I'm a go for an investment. I don't give a shit where it is. You know, if I put my personal bias aside, you and I talk about a lot of our biases. I built my portfolio with bias because I wanted, I'm, part of my investing was lifestyle, right? It wasn't all just about cash on cash return. So I'm not real good at math, but I got to imagine that's like close to a almost an 80 per 75 to 80 percent cash on cash return. Yeah. And are you seeing more deals like that available? And and I want to clarify something. That's with no cost segregation. Cost segregation, that's going to be over 100 percent cash on cash if he does it, which he probably won't at 350 grand. Are you going to do a cost thing? Uh, we'll see. Probably not. I've already my accountant's going to be like, well, let's wait and see how much you make at the end of the year and figure out if we want to do it or not. So, but yeah, that's just really what it comes down to. Um, but yeah, I mean, so answering that question, 
am I seeing deals like that turnkey properties that are just ready to go? No, not at all. That doesn't, that's literally, it's not going to exist. Guys, I got, I, I say I got lucky. I mean, obviously, like I did some research and there's some skill involved. Come on, Kenny, he'll give us that BS. You know, you know what creates luck? Hard freaking work and due diligence, right? Create. It's true. I found it, but like I, I, it's timing though. It was my timing and my ability. I have an off tool of my exposure. And so that obviously gives me a leg up, but the timing of Watkins Glen was incredible. So to give you guys an idea, I always talk about like, don't run away from regulation. Regulation can be your friend. So Watkins Glen, they only allow, they, at the time, they only allowed 60 vacation rentals for the internet. So 1 million people, where the heck are they staying? 60 vacation rentals. And, uh, and that had been going on for two years. So they decided to open it up only 20 more spots. And when I was looking, it happened to be the day that they opened up the applications and they only took 20 more applications. And so I put the uh, property under contract the next day I uh, with a contingency that I get the permit, obviously. And then I applied for the permit and then there was a lottery. It wasn't even like, oh, you apply, you get it. You have to, there was a lottery. They had 20 spots. They had 40 people apply. Uh, we were the fourth ones drawn. So we were, you know, there, there uh, I guess uh, a bit of chance there too, but now there's 80 vacation rentals and that is it. And they will not increase that unless the, the population of the town increases. So there's a ratio limit they have. Um, so I'm on an island. I'm on a protected island. Like I have my vacation rental and my competitors are limited because of the regulation and it's advantage for me. And so I don't run away from those opportunities. And I see a lot of people uh, running away and searching for markets. Uh, you know, like I don't want to pick on, um, you know, the North Georgia mountains, but we're seeing this problem. We're seeing a uh, a market where there's zero regulation and they're building, even in the Gatlinburg area too, they're building subdivisions of properties. And what's happening is, you know, what we've seen year over year is a 25% increase of vacation rentals in uh, particularly the North Georgia mountains. And they're, they all look the same. They're all very similar. And this isn't to rag necessarily on that market, but to, to basically give caution. You can't just... So going back to the whole original question, is the gold rush over? The answer is partly yes, it is over because you can't just go into these markets and expect to get those same returns because times have changed. Situations have changed. You have to be smart about it. You have to change up your strategy. I have a property under contract and somewhat of a very similar market to Kenny uh, in middle America, sub $500,000, uh, going to do $145,000, $150,000 in revenue. But it's got four units. Kenny's got seven bedrooms, now five. Now I'm talking four units, uh, a two bedroom and three one bedrooms, right? So that's not something I would have added to my portfolio. I mean, if you if you if you know me, I love the show Ozark. It's been like one of my favorite shows. Have you seen Ozark, Kenny? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm calling it the Langmore Estates. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's literally, I think a Ruth Langmore. Every time yeah. I look at this property, I've been there once uh, to evaluate, but. You know, when you can literally go in and I'm doing a 15% down, 475 with um, a couple of partners and I, we'll talk about the partner thing later, uh, but, you know, literally we're going to end up getting this property within six months, technically for about $7,000 each, that's $21,000 because it's multifamily and because of that creative financing, we'll get more into this in later episodes, but we're able to, you know, factor in ARV value after renovation value into our financing. So we're not buying this as a traditional 
like a single family home, most STRs, you know, are evaluated based on the appraisal value for single family homes. So we're able to buy this based on, you know, a multifamily component of their NOI net operating income uh, and their T12s, which is a little bit different. We'll go way deeper into that in a later podcast. But Kenny found you closed on yours when in April, was that right? Uh, end of April. Yeah, yeah end of April, because the permitting happened like the 1st of May or something like that. But, right. Right. Um, and it was interesting. I mean, I've talked to Kenny multiple times as he was going through this process. And, you know, we're kind of in a similar process. The market we're investing into has the limited, uh, very limited STR permits. Not as limited as Watkins Glen by any means. But there's also a lot more tourism into this market. What I'm going to tell you is, is it's not the traditional markets. And that's what becomes really important here. So what we're seeing through Bill and Kenny's Hot Fix is a lot of these places are places, they're de definitely places that people are not talking about. They're tertiary, secondary markets, uh, but they still have those traffic drivers, which leads me uh, to give a shout out to our sponsor. This never happens, right? Kenny? We literally have a sponsor on day one for another <laughs> And I got to give a huge shout out to Tyler Kuhn uh, from Savvy.Realty. Tyler is the GOAT uh, in Western North Carolina. Um, I've used him for three deals personally. Uh, a Banner Elk deal that I told you about earlier, $1.6 million. Uh, he helped me. I still had about 115 grand to burn through on a 1031. Uh, used STR Insights, found a, a really sweet A-frame about half a mile from Beach Mountain. Uh, Tyler procured the deal, represented me on that uh, $530,000 transaction. I'm literally leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, to go and finish and bring that to market estimating with 2019 numbers not 2021 not 2020 2019 estimating with the value add that my wife and i put into this we should be able to do roughly around 130 to 140 thousand dollars a year in revenue that'll be a 32 percent cash on cash return for me so if you're interested in investing into the north carolina mountains or he's actually in hilton head and in south carolina as well you need to contact Tyler Coon. You literally can tag him in any Facebook group, or you can go to Savvy, that's two Vs, Realty, Savvy.Realty, right? And, and Tyler. Um, yeah, there's a Facebook, Facebook group. He's an SDR Insights client. The one thing I love about Tyler is the dude doesn't stop working. He's literally 24-7. Like, you know, Kenny, when, you, when you're literally trying to do a deal, and your agent, like, oh, I don't work weekends. And you get this in some of those obscure markets, right? Yeah. Um, I'll get back to you on Monday. And I'm like, dude, I need to put in a freaking offer now to get this thing tied up. Well, Tyler is that guy. Um, and the cool thing about Tyler Kuhn and Savvy Realty is they specialize in short-term rentals. We're talking Asheville, Banner Elk, all the way up to Boone, Beach Mountain, Lake Lure. You know, all of those places that are really beach where the savvy investor, no pun intended, is going to instead of North Georgia and, you know, the Smoky Mountains in today's climate. Yeah, what what I'll just put a plug in here for Tyler as well. One thing I like about Tyler is he will message me frequently about, hey, Kenny, what's the data on this property? How much do you think it's going to make? Um, you know, he's very cautious and you know, conservative with some of the numbers he, he's giving his clients, which I, I really appreciate uh, because a lot of realtors out there, they don't really know. They don't know how to analyze properties and they don't know how to give, um, you know, accurate numbers and representations. They're really vague about it. And so I really appreciate that he is a vacation rental realtor only. 
and he's he's interested in the numbers. So that gives you know makes me feel a lot more confident in using him to find properties and deals and referring him to other clients as well. So um, I, I just yeah, Tyler's a great guy and and he's kind of like the like Bill said, he's the goat uh, goat in that area and wherever he's going, I think he's going to take it over. Well, and I, the other thing that I love about uh, Tyler is he he owns or not owns, excuse me, he owns his own property. He is an investor. He owns. He's a host. Yeah, but he also has over 60 properties under management in that Asheville, Swannanoa, Black Diamond area. Um, and that whole area, at least not as much down in, you know, the Asheville area, it's still tough for the services there, but it's really tough in the Banner Elk Beach, Summon Devils area where everybody's investing. So it's kind of cool when you have him an hour and a half away to be able to give referrals and he sells so much into that market to build your team. And I'll, I just, I'll give him one more really quick shout out. Um, literally my first guest checked in uh, to my Banner Elk property, you know, maybe six weeks ago. And literally the the cleaners lost the fire pit key. So, you know, and so you can only buy though. You, you can order them on Amazon, but they're not going to get to North Carolina for like a week, right? So he found a hearth shop in Asheville. This was on a Saturday, uh, probably around one o'clock in the afternoon. And he sent his number two. I want to refer to her as an assistant. I think he's like the CEO or something, but Morgan, and I don't know if you've ever talked to Morgan. She literally went to the herd shop, bought a fire pit key and drove it to my house. Three hours round trip through the mountains. So that way my guests would have a fire access to the fire pit. That's all. That's really freaking cool that yep. people would do that. That's, that's just an agent going above and beyond in my opinion. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is really cool. So Kenny, <laughs> I've never invested into an SDR before. I want to take advantage of the gold rush. What type of an investor do I need to be to not get left behind, you know, where everybody's hand all the gold and they're all downriver and I'm upriver, you know, making a bad decision. What do I need to do? So number one thing, stop chasing the crowd. Stop going where everybody else already is. Stop going to the parts of the river where everyone is still panning for gold. Um, they've been there, they've got the gold already in there and they're just sitting there and, and, you know, taking what they can get. Um, so that means stop going on social media and asking the question, what markets are the best markets to invest in? Cause everybody's already invested in those markets past tense, meaning in previous months, they paid less, uh, a lesser price and gotten a higher revenue. This isn't 2021 anymore. This is 2022 times have changed. Interest rates have gone up, yada, yada, yada. Stop going to those markets. You're going to have to look at other places. No, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I know everybody asks where I'm investing. I'm just going to tell you it's middle America right now. If you think literally like Missouri, if you think Illinois, you think Arkansas, you think about the places where nobody, nobody talks about. You know, when, when you look at like West Coast skiing and stuff, everybody talks about the Colorado, Aspen, Vail, Breckenridge. You're talking about California skiing and it's, you know, Lake Tahoe and Incline Village and blah, blah, blah. Think Santa Fe, New Mexico. You know, we got to get out of the box and really look at places that nobody's talking about and nobody else is investing to. That's, that's where you're going to find your diamonds in the rough, your hidden gems, you know, in today's market. So, Kenny, thanks for dropping some knowledge bombs. I think that was very informative for our, our first episode. Hopefully, we gave you a couple of uh, funny moments in there to keep you entertained. I promise it'll get better. And number two and number three, the fire will just get higher and higher and higher. 
And before we go, just one huge shout out to uh, Tyler Coon from Savvy Realty, uh, based out of Asheville, North Carolina, for sponsoring our podcast and making this happen. We couldn't do it without him. Uh, Kenny, let's uh, let's wrap this up, and we'll see you guys in episode number two. Thank you for listening to STRonomics. Stay ahead of the curve and subscribe today. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.